Welcome back at long last to the Christians in Sport podcast. We've had about 10 months off, well, not off, but doing other things. And now we're back for a brand new, exciting series. We're going to run all over the summer. We have some really exciting interviews, episodes lined up for you. My name's Johnny Reed. I'll host us over the next few months. And as ever with the Christian Sport podcast, we want to sit at the intersection of sport and the Christian faith. We want to explore what it means to be a Christian in the world of sports, whether you're listening now and you believe in Jesus or not. We we hope, we, we pray these be really interesting as we dive into what it looks like to be a Christian in the world of sports. So uh, let's get going now. Uh, and we're going to be chatting about something really uh, interesting as we come out of a year which has been unlike any other year. Um, in the last year, the world of elite sport has experienced um, challenges we could not have been able to imagine before this year. It's been a really different full-on year. And in this series, we're going to be speaking to people who are right at the top end of sports. But today we're looking uh, at the world of amateur sport, grassroots sports, whatever you want to call it. Uh, people who are part of clubs and teams around the UK, millions of them. Uh, and as we speak now, uh, we're about a month after amateur and grassroots sports were allowed back outdoors in England. Um, and since then, other countries in the UK have opened up to different degrees. Uh, in some ways, you could say sport is back. Uh, and so we're going to chat a little bit about what we've missed in the last year, why we've missed it, uh, and encourage one another to get back out there again as things continue to open up. Sport. Do you remember what it feels like? The nerves before a big game? The last-minute panic as you tried to find your kit? The drive to the pitch, looking forward to seeing your mates? Because the people we play with make sport even better. We love it because we are born to play, and we are born to play together. So, it's time to get back out there again. What are you waiting for? For the love of sport, for the love of Christ, go play. I've got uh, Lanks, Ian Lancaster with me. Good to have you with us, Lanks. Uh, Lanks is uh, the team leader of our work in the UK. He's also a former footballer uh, a long time ago. He's now a keen runner. Good to see you. Uh, if you are watching this, wearing his Orchester Running Club hoodie there. Uh, Lanks, great to have you with us. Tell us, uh, what's it been like for you in your sport in the last year? Oh, really? Uh, thank you. I love the intro. It looks like I'm, I'm a bit of a stash merchant, doesn't it? But, <laughs> but look, it's cold, so I've just put my hoodie on it. It's the first one that I grabbed. Um, and uh, thanks for the intro as well, a footballer many, many moons ago. But now part of a, a running club. So uh, if you question, what does it look like in the, in the past year or so? Um, well, I think it's fair to say that running has probably been the least affected sport because you can still do it. And at times this year, of course, we've been able to run with others, sometimes in groups of six and sometimes with another person um, and then on your own. So, um, look, the club that I'm a part of have been, a, they're, they're super, um, very social club, um, mm -hmm. competitive club, of course, but a social club as well. And they've adjusted really well and so loads of virtual races uh good use of strava um there's been good organization of kind of social events online uh, so they've made they've made the best of a pretty tough situation for us all when it comes to to mm. sport so um so it, it's been interesting ride but 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 on the whole i guess as a runner of a local club um yeah we've been least affected and we've mm. we've we've got on pretty well so mm. and, and yeah. listen, you're a hockey boy as well aren't you so yeah hockey hockey and cricket so it's been quite been a bit different actually cricket last season actually relatively okay mm. a little bit odd you have to clean the ball every five overs i think it was stop and all sanitize your hands that was a bit different hockey i think we played six games 
in and out of lockdowns and then mainly have not been back. We've been back now the last last few weeks, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty disjointed. I think very di- different to running clubs in that way. Very disjointed, trying to just hang out with guys as and when we can, but but very very different. What well, as you think back over the last fourteen months, what what have you missed most uh, about what sport was like beforehand to what it's been like in the last last fourteen months or so? Yeah, I was chatting to a lad last night actually about this. We were. Uh, I was back for my first speed session um, down with the club, um, so it's always a good one. It's not quite pre-season, but it's a speed session, so you go with uh, mixed mixed emotions, and you, you always finish it thinking, "Oh, you know, that was well worth it." But we were talking about this, and and as I said about the club being really good and adjusting and adapting, putting virtual races on. Um, of course, it's never quite like the real thing. So that the idea of getting the, the club vest on and knowing that um, whenever it is Saturday or Sunday mornings when the race meets happen, uh, specifically mm-hmm. for us around Oxfordshire, and you're representing Oldchester Running Club, we as a club have definitely missed that. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, you know, it's that competition, isn't it? Who, who you're hunting down, who's in front of you. Think of the cross-country season. We've just come out of that in the winter. Once a month, we'd have a, a meet with a, the, the cross-country meets. And you, you, you cross-country is... You either love it or you hate it. But if you if you love it, you've got a person that you're looking for and you're thinking, right, I'm going to hunt him down, making sure no one else is mm-hmm. overtaken me. And and you really miss that kind of competitive edge and what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and with my mate, we were just talking as well, you, you just miss the little things, often the relationship, social side of things mm-hmm. around the club. So we talked about missing actually setting up the team tent so we get to the meet and we set up the old chester tent and and usually your hands are freezing and it's cold and it's hard to pull the, the tent down because it's so windy. But we missed that and the, the chat and the banter of, of actually putting up the tent together and then Mike's cakes at the end of a race meet and Mike would make the most amazing cakes and it would just be a, something that would get you around a five-mile cross-country course thinking, <laughs> oh, at least I'm heading into the tent, the club tent for Mike's cakes. Okay. So, you know, I mean, let's get right down to brass tacks. That's what we've missed, the competition uh, and then the, the, the doing it together, the social side of it and those small little things that we took for granted at that time. Well, we asked some others as well what they thought they'd missed most. Let's have a listen. The thing I've missed most of all is game day nerves in the stomach, pre-match meal, putting on the strip, the team talk, and then going out to try and achieve something as a team. During lockdown, I've really missed the team aspect of sport. It's not quite the same, just going for a run by yourself. Over lockdown, I really missed the the buzz that you get after a good training session or a good match. I've missed getting cold, wet and muddy on the rugby touchline. Being able to get together with the girls on my team and to run around and push one another on and be competitive. Playing and competing with a group of of lads who I've known since I was a lot younger and just going out on a Saturday and just enjoying uh, playing playing my sport. I think I was quite surprised about how much I also missed the social side and just being at training and having a laugh with the guys on the team and uh, on the bus. Well, just like you said, Lanks, wasn't it? Competition, teammates, uh, I think we can all resonate with that if you're listening in. And it's, as we've said, it's been a, it's been a tough year. It's been a different year. Um, I was listening to uh, Radio 5 Live a few weeks ago. They were asking some 
people how keen they were to get back into their sports clubs and teams. And, and unsurprisingly, it wasn't a resounding 100% yes, I'm buzzing and keen. Uh, many people were, but, but many people are still a bit, a bit wary. Uh, and rightly, for many reasons, there may be some wariness for getting back stuck in. Um, some still understandably wary about the pandemic. Uh, maybe some uh, as well, just feeling that they can continue to do sport as they've done it in the last year. And they've really enjoyed it, doing it by themselves, quite ad hoc. Um, I've got a friend who's recently bought a Peloton bike. Um, that's grown by, I think it's something like 232% over lockdown. Loads of people doing exercise on their own now, or maybe one or two others. But it does seem now that the outlook in the UK is relatively positive. Uh, and over the next few months, it should be possible for sports players to get back to their clubs and teams if they want to. For us in England, um, I think I've got, I've had four hockey sessions back and a little bit of cricket. So we're starting to get back into the mix of it. Um, now, now, Langs, as we said, this is the Christian Sport Podcast, and we want to think through the intersection of sport and faith. Um, and now, of course, you want to say right from the start, who are we to dictate, to decide, to exhort in some ways um, about how important it is to get back to sport? Sport is, is one thing of many in people's lives. For many people who aren't, aren't professionals, um, uh, there is wisdom. There are circumstantial issues why people may not go back to sports uh, in the same way. Uh, the same same way they had before, same commitment before. Mm. But we would encourage people to go back if they can, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Um, really, I, th- I think that's a really interesting first point, isn't it? Because you'd expect, I think, on a Christians of Sport podcast to hear two Christians of Sport staff members on this particular podcast to be shouting loud and clear from the rooftops, whatever you do, get back into the world of sport. And... Look, I, I'm <laughs> I'm not nervous in saying this, but I think it's appropriate for us to say that is our message, loud and clear. But we want to caveat that with 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 saying, look, individuals in different situations and circumstances, off the back of the pandemic, where I think we've all learned some some good lessons about priorities in life, uh, about perhaps the pace of life. And, and I think for some people listening to this, it is a serious consideration of whether actually what sport used to look like, that they're just mm-hmm. unable to get back to that place. And that could be a really good thing. It really could be. And so we never want to be the people that are kind of shouting and scrapping for your time to get mm-hmm. back to the world of sport. We want to be saying, look, sport, if you're wired for sport and born to play, then get involved in sport for as long as you possibly can in your local sports club or team. However, if there's some kind of prioritization and some conversations to be going on about whether that's a good thing for you at this moment and stage of life, do have that with your local church leaders and with, of course, your close people that you love. Mm. And they're the ones that are going to help you make that decision. So I think loud and clear, get back into the world of sport, um, yet caveated with get good people around you to make good decisions based upon circumstances in life. I think that's fair to, to start to start to say that, I think, really. Good place to start. Really good place to start. Now, you, you used a phrase there, born to play. Um, if you've listened to us before, you, you, you may know what that means, but, but maybe you have had a year slightly checked out. What, what, what would we say by that? And why would that, what impact would understanding with, if you are somebody who's born to play, have on then how we, think about sport now yeah so that concept of, of born to play and you think of over the many years if you've ever you've been a part of a training session at christians in sport we've we've tried to 
understand what the Bible says, therefore what God says about sport and, and, and more about the ability to play sport and more about then sport being a gift from God to be used for God. And so all the way back to Genesis 1, and we would understand that when God created all things, it was good, good, good. And it's the repetition, it's that word. God created man pinnacle on the sixth day. Very good. And then and then the the the, the narrator of, of, of Genesis 1, uh, the author, drives through, look, God makes man in his image. God, plurality, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, makes man in his image. And then in chapter two, there's this kind of two very distinct ways in which we were created to image God. There mm. are many ways, really, but but these these kind of two, everything can be gathered into these two significant ways. And one is within our creativity, uh, within then telling the man, go look after the garden and go and name all the animals. And therefore he's got, got an ability and, and that created by God to go and, use the brain he's been given, use his body to be creative in such a way. Mm-hmm. And then the other strand is in relationship. Uh, we read, of course, the first not good. So good, 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 all the way through Genesis 1 and very good at the end of Genesis 1. And in Genesis 2, we come across this phrase, not good. And the not good, of course, was when Adam found himself all alone with the animals, but it was just him and there was no one like him to share what God had given him. And so it is not good for man to be alone. So God then created woman. And so that other strand relationship being absolutely crucial. So bring those two strands in now to what we've missed in sport and what we're saying, you know, get back into sport for here are these two things, that moment of creativity, your wiring, whatever sport that is. And you know, that moment that you've really missed, you know, crossing a finish line in my case, uh, hitting that kind of forehand topspin over the net, you know, pinging that 40-yard pass onto the chest of a teammate, you know, crossing the ball, um, mm. penalty flick, whatever it may be for your sport, you've just missed that moment of magic when you think, I've come alive. That's when I've, I was born to play. I was born for this moment. And in relationship, because we've really missed those relationships. We've missed teammates. We've, we've missed Mike's cakes. We've missed coming together at the end of a game, before a game, on the bus, as some of the box pops were, were saying. We've really missed those two things. We were born to play. So that's what we're saying now. You missed it. Sometimes we forget what we've missed, mm-hmm. but now we can get back to that place of sheer joy in relationships. So that's born to play. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Um, I think we, we, it's just a helpful understanding, isn't it, of, of why we've missed what we've missed, why we, why we do miss it, because we're, we're made in that way. It's part of our DNA, whether for us listening in now, I imagine if you're listening now, you are a sports person. Um, so you'd go, a well, sport, yeah, I've missed it. I missed all those aspects of it, um, as we've heard. What is there, is there anything else you'd want to be saying right now as we, we sort of look over the threshold of the year just gone and into hopefully we we pray we we think is over some more normality particularly when it comes to being with our club and teammates what is there anything else you want to say as we we think what it means to be a christian in sport yeah i i think yeah there's maybe one well let me say two things really just sometimes i've felt guilty in in pursuing pleasure so you think sometimes that 
the Christian life is not, it's not meant to be this good, surely. <laughs> you know, the, the, that, that point of being able to play your sport or, or you know, hitting the PB or just sheer moments of wonder. Uh, and then I find, look, the Bible says completely the opposite of what I think. No, we trust in a, in a Father God who is the giver of every good thing. So every good thing that we experience in life is from our Father God who is a generous giver. I think of that, there's a passage in Luke 11 that talks about, it's in the context of prayer, but mm-hmm. it's that, you know, what father would give give a, a snake or a scorpion if, if then the son asked for an egg and, and same, same with, with bread. And then, and, and Jesus is saying, look, look, that's an earthly father. He wants to give good gifts to his child, but your heavenly father, you don't even can get your head around how good and gracious and generous he is in giving you good gifts. So, so I think it's worth remembering, really, that the gift of sport is from God. And, and, and don't feel guilty to, to pursue that. We've talked already, haven't we, about being the right, the wrong decision. We can never mm-hmm. choose that for you. But don't feel ever guilty in pursuing that. You think of Eric Little, and, and most people will know Eric Little, but, but if you don't, that Scottish runner in the film Chariots of Fire, who, who coined that wonderful phrase, when I run, I feel his pleasure. Mm. And I think I want to say, that's a really good thing. And, and don't ever feel guilty about pursuing God's goodness and generosity in such a way, with the caveat of what we've said before. Mm. I think that's worth saying. So I just wanted to re-emphasize that. And then, of course, really, Christians in sport. And it comes back to, you know, why we exist, who we exist for, to reach mm. the world of sport for Christ to take your God-given gift and what you were wired for and that moment of pleasure in being able to be creative in mm. relationship. We're saying, look, that being born to play in this wonderful mission field where sport seems to be this most normal and natural way to create friendship and relationships. Mm. Wow, what a place to share the good news of Jesus in a most normal and natural way as you build and share life with friends and then speak of faith. And so it has to be said, as we go back to sport and love those moments and cherish them and pursue them, go with beautiful feet, says Isaiah. Go go with that message of good news. Tell of your story of faith. Invite people to church, to the next guest event that you've got on. Take an opportunity to to read the Bible with a friend if if they would want. Ask mm-hmm. them, pursue it. So those two things, hand in hand, and, and it then forms kind of pray, play, say, which of course is another strap line of Christians in sport. Here it is, we're able to get back into sport. Now let's go and get amongst it because there's a, a lost world of sport that needs to hear about Jesus. You are that message bearer. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're the messenger to take that, that good news. So, so go and do it. It's fair, it's fair to say, isn't it? In the last in the last year, we've heard wonderful stories of how that's still been able to go on. Whether it's running with with one other person, whether it's big online sports quiz, whether it's just people sticking in the lives of their mates and checking in how you're doing. And but but now, as we go back, now as uh, in some ways, it, there is something where we're designed to be together in the same space as well, and the the ease of those relationships back. So so hopefully that'll be a real encouragement for people as they now head back into their clubs and teams. Um, let's ground it. Let's, let's ground this with a couple of other people uh, who aren't us. Uh, we've caught up with Holly, uh, a runner 
from Sheffield uh, and Jess, a hockey player in Ballymena, and found out what it's been like for them and what they're looking forward to as they go back into their world of sport. Uh, Brill, I've got Holly with me. Holly's uh, a runner from Sheffield University Running Club. Um, not at the university anymore, but still part of the running club. Uh, thanks for joining us, Holly. What's um, what's the last year been like for you? Yeah, thanks. Um, I guess it's been a lot of one-to-one running, a lot of kind of time on Strava and <laughs> less time running in a club, which, yeah, has been gusting, but um, in lots of ways, not much has changed in that you can still run, you can still kind of get outside and yeah, do do lots where you're just kind of training one to one. So it's not been too bad. Not been too bad. That, that's that, that's good to hear. But it's been, as you say, it's been different. What what's maybe something you've missed most about the changes over the last year? Yeah, I think definitely parkrun and definitely just like that community atmosphere of being able to come together with mm. just like a massive group of people. I think I just miss that pre-race feeling or that like on the finish line where you've got this whole crowd of people cheering and you're cheering other people on and you're just in it together and I think the thing with running that is so good but sometimes so difficult is it is so independent and it's Mm. so self-motivated that actually yes I've been able to carry on and kind of just run and do my own training plans but mm-hmm. it's not that same atmosphere of we are here together we're here to cheer each other on you know park run it doesn't matter if you got a pb or walk the whole way i'm here with you and i'm training in a group and i'm united with you because mm-hmm. you're also a runner you're also doing this same kind of independent thing that i'm doing mm-hmm. so yeah re- really miss park run and just races and running in groups i think as yeah, as I think we we've heard earlier in the podcast, that's been a reflection for lots of people. They've missed well, we, we kind of summed up as competition in some ways, but but also then team people hang out people in different ways been a massive miss. Um now you're not you're not only a, a runner, you're a you're a Christian who runs. You're a Christian runner, however you want to say that. Uh, but you're a Christian. What what's it been any encouragements? What's it been like last year as a Christian in your running club? Yeah, I think actually really encouraging in lots of ways in that I have just had a lot more one-to-one times um, with people in the club and I'm living with some running girls and Mm. just kind of online workouts and then having time to like chat after that on Zoom or just having to kind of go that extra mile to say okay we're all spread we're not you know bumping into each other at training and we're not doing races together Mm. I'm not seeing you every week at Parkrun and we had a real community who kind of always had pancakes after park runs. So it was, you know, we're not doing that. So how can we create community? How can we kind of meet together anyway? So, yeah, I think real encouragements have been definitely just the girls in my house really mm-hmm. taking interest in, okay, you seem to have community at church and you seem to really have community in a way that I'm lacking at the moment. How can we do that? How can we kind of come together and chat about things and then I think yeah just one-to-one having that time to go deeper in conversations and say to people okay you're finding it tough running by yourself or you're finding it tough when this thing you love that is your hope has been taken away from you 
how about this thing that's a greater hope? How about this thing that I have that is my life and isn't running and can't be taken away from me? How about that? And I think just being able to offer that hope to people Mm. as like this thing that is just greater and greater than something that could just kind of change overnight or be taken away. And yeah, I think that's been encouraging and I guess challenging to other people to think, wow, actually the one thing that I based my life on has kind of been put on pause. Now, that's looking back. Let's look forward just really briefly. Um, what two two questions linked in? What are you most looking forward to as as things go back to how they were a little bit before uh, in your sport? And and why would you encourage others um, who may be on the fence, maybe thinking, "Will I go back to my club? Will I go back to my team or not?" Uh, what would be an encouragement then to get back out there? Yeah, I think I'm really encouraged to run with other Christians and kind of be teammates and. Mm. I guess, yeah, just thinking, I love, I love in Hebrews 12 where it talks about kind of our great cloud of witnesses and how we do that together. So I guess I'm excited to run alongside other Christians in clubs and encourage people. I run a Catch 5K group. And like I said, with the Parkrun community, I think just that and saying, hey guys, we're going to pray before we run. Is that okay? And just doing that with people who don't know Jesus, but um, are kind of interested and are runners, so we're there anyway. And yeah, I think I'd just really encourage people that we do just have such a great hope. And I've definitely noticed with these runners who've said, I just don't know how you keep going. I don't know how you do it and how you have this enthusiasm and this hope. And I think it's just such a joy to say to them, it's because my hope isn't based on my running and it's not based on my PBs or my race times. It's not based on, you know, the fact that there is a park run every Saturday. It's based on something more. And yeah, I think I'm just excited to talk to people about that again and share that great hope. Yeah, great. I've got Jess with me, uh, a hockey player at Coleraine Ladies Hockey Club over in Northern Ireland. Um, Jess, thanks for joining us. What What's the last year been like for you? So last year for me, I'm sure has been very strange for me. I'm sure like a lot of other people, um, I am in final year at the minute and um, studying dietetics. So I have been on my placement. So I've been in and out of the hospitals, which has also been a bit stressful with all of the COVID things going on. So it's been strange that way. And also obviously in terms of sport has been very different, hasn't really been an awful lot happening um, a lot of individual challenges, which I'm <laughs> usually enjoy the team aspect I need other people pushing me on so doing these individual challenges has taken a lot of motivation um but yeah just like lots of people a lot of different things going on a lot of things to try and navigate this new this new way of life yeah tricky um you, you've hinted out a little bit there what what have you missed most about sports in the last year so I've just missed, I um, I am a hockey player, as you said, Reedy, and I have been playing hockey for as long as I can remember. So just even the sport itself has just been so strange, not having a stick in my hand for so long. And Saturdays, it's just, I still, even on my Saturdays, I'm like, what am I doing today? Because Saturdays have always just been the hockey day. And as I said as well, I just love the team element of playing hockey and the sport and just all coming together, all having the same love and the same passion for a sport and 
just all getting behind each other, encouraging each other, cheering each other on, and that amazing, great feeling of the win after putting in all the hard work. And even on a Saturday evening, sitting down with a Chinese, feeling absolutely wrecked because, you know, you've just left it all on the pitch. It's just, I miss that feeling as well. There's just been so many things as well um, and on top of that. But yeah, just missed all the girls. Definitely echo the earning a Chinese or an Indian after after a match. Yeah, and I've, a guilt free, absolutely. As in guilt free, I've I've had them in the last year, but uh, <laughs> but just without the sport beforehand. Um, oh, yeah, you you're so it's been it's been a different year as you've said. It's been mm-hmm. slightly different as well. We've heard from a runner earlier. Slightly different um, with a team sport, uh, probably more similar to what I've had. Um, you're a Christian as well. You're a Christian in sport, Christian sports person. What yep. have there been any encouragements? What's that been like for you in the last year as a, as a Christian in your team? So it's actually been it's been a tricky enough year. And um, I have been going to Coleraine Ladies now. This is my fourth season, and for three of those seasons, I was in a team. But this year, I was really fortunate. I was able to progress up through the club, and I moved up a team this year. So it was going into a completely new group of girls, having to build those new relationships, and um, from pretty much from the very beginning because I didn't really know many of them at all and so it was tricky in that way joining a new team and then only having a few weeks with them trying to start and build um, up those those friendships and build up their relationships and then having such a big long gap before seeing them again before we start it back but um, in terms of being able to have many chats and things like that there hasn't been a huge lot going on but what was a big encouragement for me was in the first couple of weeks and after moving into the team it was our second match and bad for me I have been brought up in a house with three older brothers so I know how to throw my weight about and how to defend myself and I got a card in my second game playing for the team which wasn't great not good for me not good discipline very disappointed in myself but um there was a lot of jokes after after the game that oh the Christian girl on the team (laughs) getting sent off oh my word so it was even just nice there that from the get-go people did know when I put my my stall out there early that I was a Christian most of the girls seemed to realize that and and recognize that so that was good and that was an encouragement that um even in the first few weeks I'd kind of obviously stepped into conversations here and there with a few of them um, and that some of them knew that I was a Christian was really encouraging for me and going into the new team yeah great and that's 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 where it's it's authentic, isn't it? Being a Christian, that's <laughs> what we don't, don't often, don't always uh, get it right. But but great, not but, always, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not always. Um, and you've you've actually had the you've been back in training now. You've had obviously similar to a lot of people, probably two or three months off. But you've been back in training the last few weeks. What's what's that been like? Oh, it's been it's been fantastic. It's been so good. As I said, it's been so bizarre not to have a stick in the hand, and it's very different as well. Trying to pass a ball across the concrete in the backyard, where it's bouncing everywhere, getting on back onto the astroturf and just seeing the ball glide has just been lovely. Um, but yeah, it's been really great, great to get back in and speaking to all those girls again, starting to build up those relationships. And um, as well, it's been so lovely. Um, being out in the summer evenings, hockey usually we're out in the, the cold, getting wrapped up, um, under the floodlights, but it's been so lovely being out in the lovely bright summer evenings and just having good crack and having the tunes blasting it honestly has been so great to be back I've really really loved it great and if there's one thing you'd say if somebody's somebody's on the fence maybe maybe they're just I'm not sure whether I can be bothered to get back into a team sport or into a sports club it's got I found it really convenient at home maybe what would be one thing you'd say to them to go maybe consider something different 
Yeah, I mean, I even know myself, it's really tempting whenever you get into a nice new lazy routine. Um, and as for myself as well, as I said to you earlier, day, I have to make a little bit of a drive to get to my club as well. So it could be really easy just to think, oh, well, here, we're we're near the end of the season now anyway, or I haven't really missed it too much, don't want to get back. But once you get back, it's been so great. And even for myself, having started to build up some relationships um, with some of the girls and everything on my team, getting back and speaking to those people and being a Christian in those teams is so important and there's so many opportunities um, to be able to get back into there um, and be able to have these conversations and and get to spread the love of Jesus um, to all the people that you're playing along your teams with and for many clubs and even for myself I'm the only Christian in my club um, and I'm sure there's many other clubs that are very similar across wherever you are um, but it's just so great to get back in and be that one opportunity that that person might have and to be able to experience some of the gospel and to be able to hear some of the great news. Well, great to hear from Holly. Great to hear from Jess. Uh, I'm sure you would uh, echo many of the things they said. Uh, we're buzzing uh, to get back out there. If you haven't already, uh, get back if you can, as we've said, with all those caveats. Uh, Lanks, any final word for us? Uh, I, I think just go, and, just go and enjoy God. And not, not just his gift as well, right? Because mm-hmm. we can just quickly go, well, the, God's gift is sport to you. Go and enjoy God as you play your sport. Um, go and glorify him. You were made in his image to Im- image him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you were made to, to glorify him. And you know that when you do that, it brings all the satisfaction in the world, more than the world can bring. And so go and enjoy. And, and I think that the pandemic has, it, it will kind of force us to do that because we've missed it so much. So I think my lesson really is, don't take another run for granted. Hmm. Don't take another training session for granted. Um, go and enjoy it and give God the glory and, and get amongst it um, with the, the mission to take the good news of Jesus to the world of sport. Great. There we have it. Thanks, Langs. Thanks for joining us. As we said at the start, this is the first in a new series. So do uh, head back and listen to the old podcast if you want. Um, do drop us a rating and a comment on iTunes if you can it's great to hear your feedback also helps others find out about the podcast Uh, we'll be back next week every Friday now for the next few months we're going to be back with a new podcast thinking about what it means to be a Christian in the world of sport Uh, we've got interviews we've got topics we're discussing Uh, we'll have chats with people around the Olympics and Paralympics as well it's an exciting few months so do make sure you hit subscribe uh, and we'll see you next time